and uh, he's going into private practice. And there are many reasons for that. You know, like, I don't know what Lisa Raitt makes, but I'm pretty sure it's better than what she made as a cabinet minister in Ottawa because she now works for a bank. Uh, Lametti was kind of ticked off that he got uh, demoted from cabinet. And I'm told by sources that Parm Gill has never quite adjusted to having, in his view, been demoted in the provincial cabinet in favor of Doug Ford's nephew. 6.53 is the time, and they're call, come, calling it the mother of all data breaches. So let's learn more from our tech expert, Carmi Levy. Good morning. Good morning, John. So they're calling this a supermassive leak. First of all, what kind of data uh, are we talking about? And they're calling it personal or private information. So things like names, uh, email addresses, phone numbers, uh, possible financial information, uh, authentication information, so thick credentials, things you use to log into different systems for a wide variety of platforms. LinkedIn, X, formerly known as Twitter, Dropbox, Adobe, uh, DoorDash. Um, and uh, and if you're in China, Weibo and Tencent, uh, 26 billion records in total. So on average, about three and a quarter records for every human being on planet Earth. So uh, this is significant. It's not like all of these platforms were hit in one shot. Likely it's uh, uh, from previous uh, breaches. Basically what the cyber criminals have been doing in the background is taking all that information and throwing it into one giant pile and making it available on the dark web so that they can do future attacks against us. Okay, so if somebody's listening right now, what should their worry be? Uh, their worry should be that they may not have changed their password in a very long time because we know by the research that lots of people don't. So if someone then, uh, if a cyber criminal or a malevolent actor, state-sponsored, whatever, uses this information to say try to sign into one of your accounts and you haven't changed your password in a very long time and your password is sitting out there in this pile of data, you may just want to go change your password, which slams the door in their face. That's part of the problem. It's not that, that there are breaches. It's that our behaviors then make it's so much easier because we never change our passwords, use the same ones, use easy to guess ones, overshare on social media, uh, that with that information in hand, cyber criminals have a much easier uh, time of going after us with future attacks. And effectively, that's what cyber criminals are doing, right? Is they, they go after your data and then they collect enough information to fish around. Like they've got maybe your ID and then they've got one of your passwords and then they've got your home address. And, you know, if they triangulate everything, maybe they can bust into your credit card. That's precisely it. Different little bits of information come from different sources, and then they combine them into one very powerful dossier that allows them to, to you know, for example, send you an email that makes it look like they know you. They pretend to be from your bank, and it looks like it's from that because, well, they have all this information on me. Of course, they're legit, when of course they're not. And so we tend to think of our personal information as not worth anyone's time. I'm not rich. I'm not famous. Why would they be interested in me? Whereas they're going online, they're getting you know, data from this breach, that breach, social media, other sort of publicly available sources that they scrape it from, they put it all together and guess what? They can either target us ourselves or they simply take the data and they sell it on the dark web. Even if you're not rich or famous, your data is worth something to someone. And at this point, from this 26 billion uh, uh, record breach, it's probably being bought and sold as we speak. Super. Thanks a lot. 
Thanks, John. That's our tech expert, Carmi Levy. It's exhausting, isn't it? I mean, now with AI, it just seems like it's inevitable. We're all going to get scammed at one point. And then you get into things that are sort of legit. I seem to be back on the radar once again, and I think it's because my name is so common, because it's not me. I was never a client of Rogers. And every few years, I start getting like two, three calls a day. Uh, and I don't answer an unidentified number on my cell anymore, so they're kind of SOL. But they're leaving robo-messages saying that I have a debt and they're going to 